Hello and welcome back to another episode of your weekly football podcast, Football Chants and Rants with the Plants, with me, Lauren Plant. And me, Graham. And we're father and daughter just discussing all things really across the top five English divisions from football over the weekend and what's been going on. And there's always there's so much to discuss and we're going to have a little bit of a rant in between all that. And we talk about teams with halftime turnover. I'm going to put forward a new chant. Yeah, there's a real big lineup for the podcast this week. And we start off with, with the warm up, really stretching our thoughts and chat for the podcast. And um, well, my warm up conversation really, Dad, is the fact that... We've seen the first match postponed in the Premier League due to snow. It's November the 28th and we've got a snow match postponed in the Premier League. Yeah, we had a couple of lower league matches cancelled as well. I think. Oh, there's certainly National League, I think there was. They left it pretty late. Is that pretty normal when it comes to the snow? Well, I guess you know, if you know, you're on Tinterweb, you can see what's going on, but you can never be 100% sure. And sometimes it just comes, I think Burnley match was cancelled. It just got very, very bad. So shame about the Tottenham fans who were probably just about there, actually. Yeah, I saw something on social media of someone who literally, I think it was American people who travelled. I mean, it wasn't just for that one match. I think they made a, a, a holiday out of it, but some people travelled really, really far. And uh, yeah, shame for it to be cancelled. Have we had any past experiences of the snow when we've been watching Blackburn Rovers? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't remember. It was it. Uh, not if it was Sunderland. I remember we parked up a long time ago. This, but we parked up. Yeah, all the family, Nana and Hannah and everybody, and um, we yeah. walked off. We parked the car, walked towards the ground, and as we literally got out of the car and started walking down, people were walking back. And, uh, I remember that frozen remember. pitch yeah frozen pitch yeah but nowadays don't they have under pitch heating yeah but I mean sometimes it's you just can't a, do anything yeah impossible isn't it? so uh, yeah that's crazy that we're in November 28th and we've got some snow coming in so that's my warm up which brings us on to the kick off and well my kick off this week that's frustrated me within football is the fact that the Brighton fans were booing at full time nil nil draw versus Leeds Brighton had 20 shots, four on target. Apparently, they easily could have won, but a, a bit like Brighton have been for the last season or so, just not quite as ruthless in front of goal. They're on 18 points, and the fans are booing them off at, at full time. I think um, Graham Potter said he was perplexed by it. Maybe frustrated the fact they've only scored one goal in three matches, eight matches out of win. So, yes, there's a bit of frustrations there, but... To be Brighton off when they're, I think they're top ten, aren't they, Brighton? And eighth, I think. Yeah, but I think it's the, I think part of the frustration is it happens a lot for Brighton. It's happened, you know. It's, I've, I, in fact, I'll come back to that with uh, oh, one of my matches later. Okay, so yes, do they need to get another new forward in? I'm not sure. Mope, Trossard, they might need if they had someone a bit more prolific. Uh, potentially, the fans wouldn't be booing. So. Yeah, I just think as a Brighton fan, you'd much rather be in the position they're in now. Of course you would. And Graham Potter's, he is doing a brilliant job and um, he's one that we always say might might go to a bigger club, no disrespect to Brighton at some point. So, uh, yeah, that's my kickoff. Uh, mine's just a quick one, actually, as a, as a Blackburn Rovers fan, seeing the, uh, yet again, midweek, 9,000, literally just over 9,000. I mean, it's pretty True. shocking, really, considering what... Uh, yeah. What they've had in the past, and I'm, I know that they're uh, competing against lots of teams in the northwest, some big teams, and all the European matches, and probably a cold night. But even so, to get such a low crowd just seems like it's uh, it's just it really disappointing. But uh, and that was against that was against uh, Peterborough, and they won four nil. Especially considering that um, they're doing so well, really. So I just think it's a bit strange. But uh, what a shame. But never mind, they'll come back. I'm sure. Half 
halftime turnaround. So this is the team that at halftime really managed to pull it back. And I'm going to League One at Home Park, Plymouth Argyle versus Wigan. And Will Keane gave Wigan the lead in the 35 minute, which was cancelled out just eight minutes later by Plymouth's Danny Mayer. So it was 1-1 at halftime. And Lee Richardson, he managed to get the team talk going and he kept the team the same at halftime. Uh, but it was the 90th minute where Callum Lang produced a winner for Wigan to make it 2-1. Uh, 703 supporters made the 285-mile journey. So it was brilliant for those Wigan fans, 703 of them. That's a pretty good turnout from Wigan down to Plymouth. Yeah, very good. So uh, yeah, they get my halftime turnaround. 1-1 halftime to win 2-1 away at Plymouth. Very good. And I'm in the uh, Championship, Bournemouth Coventry were uh, top six clash. Uh, Bournemouth would have gone top if they'd uh, won. And they were 2-0 up, 66 minutes and then uh, Lerner got sent off 68th minute and then uh, the whole thing really changed. So they were under pressure from that point onwards. Uh, but they managed to hold out until five minutes from the end. And then Godden uh, got an 85th minute winner. And then Kane got one in the 95th minute. 2-2. So Mark Robbins um, stuck with it. He brought a couple of subs on. One in the 92nd minute. He didn't score, but it's certainly a late substitution. Whether it influenced the, the goal three minutes later, I'm not sure. But a brilliant um, half-time turnaround from Coventry, who stay in the top uh, top six. Second half now. And this is something positive from football. And I don't, I don't know why I didn't mention it last week. I it's, it went past me, but it's great to see some of the big clubs, top three clubs, showing how good their academy is and the youth that they've got coming through. City, you know, Manchester City with the squad that they've got is ridiculous. But last week, they still put 19-year-old Cole Palmer on the pitch, who, yes, he didn't score or get assist, but he looked really good. And then he was also replaced by the Premier League debut 19-year-old James McAtee as well from Manchester City. So, so exciting to see Pep Guardiola, obviously really looking towards those younger academy players like he did with Foden. You can imagine they're in the right place to uh, progress their careers. And then also Liverpool, uh, last week as well I think they subbed on Tyler Morton who's 19 years old all these are young English lads coming up to the Christmas part of the football program and these are top three massive clubs massive managers um, it's really exciting to see the academy players coming through um, yeah Chalabar from Chelsea he's obviously a bit more of a regular starter but there's uh, plenty of English players coming through and I mean the facilities that all these clubs have got would be ridiculous and the coaching staff but um, yeah good to see it really good to see it uh, I'll just have a, a positive word about United, which is unusual. Michael Carrick, I guess it's, uh, you know, he's an old United uh, hero and good to see him get the chance to hold the fort. Uh, he's not always agreeing with the United hierarchy's decision, but uh, fair play and fair play to him. He was brave enough to leave uh, Ronaldo on Ronaldo. the bench against Chelsea, so uh, which is uh, quite an interesting thing. But yeah, Michael Carrick. Um, probably a future manager somewhere, but not uh, not necessarily Man United just yet. But uh, good to see him get some responsibility. Chant for the week. This is slight clutching at straws, but we'll go with it. So my chant this week, this is where I put forward a, a new chant based off a, an old song. And uh, you've got to say whether you think it's any good. Most recently, there haven't been much good. But this week, I'm going to a 1982 song from Fat Larry's band, which got to number two in the UK. So it's, of course, the hit tune Zoom. Um, and I'm going to be t- uh, putting forward this song to West Ham for Kurt Zuma. What do you think, Red Dilly? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not sure. Is that it finished? No, no, no. no. Oh. So it would be going. Kurt Zuma, he heads the ball away. Kurt Zuma from Chelsea and here to stay. He's our whole world, Kurt Zuma. Quite hard to imagine it when I didn't really sing you it. You didn't sing it in tune with well, Zoom at Kurt all. Well, Kurt Zuma, he heads the ball away. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's a, um, um, it's a four, I think. All right, I'll take Just that. Just about. Final whistle, so rounding up the top five English divisions. In the Premier League, Chelsea remain top after the result at Stamford Bridge versus Manchester United. Manchester City just one point off Chelsea after their 2-1 win versus West Ham. I saw some pictures, again, a lot of snow it seemed to be across into the Manchester. And then Liverpool, two points off the top, so now third after their comfortable 4-0 victory versus Southampton. And there seems to be a gap now, really, with Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool at the top, with West Ham in fourth, gap of five points, obviously, after they lost to Manchester City. And then looking down towards the bottom of the table, no changes, really. Newcastle still without a win after losing 2-0 to Arsenal, who are up to fifth, and they've picked up great form of the last couple of months really and Norwich nil-nil result versus Wolves obviously Dean Smith still undefeated so it's another point but they're second from bottom and then you've got Burnley obviously the match was postponed against Spurs so they remain in the bottom three top of the table clash Blackburn Rovers at Stoke 21,600 Rovers fans and if they could win then they'd leapfrog Stoke nil-nil at half time looking at the highlights Blackburn really dominated the match and deservedly took the lead 52nd minute Cracking goal from Arida Kadra. Uh, so since losing 7-0 to Fulham, they've taken 10 points from 12, so a real good bounce back. And it's a small squad, really, so it's good to see Kadra, who's on loan from uh, German, on loan from Brighton. Uh, and going back to your points, seeing that goal that he scored, maybe he should have stayed at Brighton. They, yeah. might, they might be a bit better off. But, um, yeah, so Stoke, uh, Blackburn Leapfrog Stoke, so a really good, uh, really good day out for Blackburn. Swansea Reading was an exciting match. Two goals in the first five minutes. Patterson for Swansea and then Deli Bashiru uh, for Reading. Andy Carroll. Wowzers. <laughs> Andy Carroll got the third goal. Still going. And it's his third goal in four seasons. I didn't even know he was at Reading, to be fair. No, I didn't know that at all either. Yeah, and the other person I didn't realise was Reading is Danny Drinkwater. Oh, uh, right. Who assisted the goal. Excellent. Uh, there were two goals in two minutes in the second half. Uh, 49th minute Swans in the 50th minute Danny Drinkwater got his first goal in four years so both of them England strikers or England players Andy Carroll 32 I didn't even know he'd gone to Reading to be fair he is their um, permanent played for Newcastle Liverpool West Ham Newcastle again England of course and then Danny Drinkwater who left Leicester for Chelsea 2017 Still on Chelsea's books. Wow, never really worked out at Chelsea did he? No, well he's still there he's played 12 games in all the time he's been there since he's been there, he's been to Burnley, Villa, uh, somewhere in Turkey, Kasim Psa, wow. and now Reading on loan. Wow. So uh, quite interesting. So championship, top of the table, Fulham, 43. Bournemouth, 42, second. Quite a big gap now, eight-point gap for West Brom, 34. And then Blackburn and Coventry on 33. Down the bottom, Derby are in, uh, actually in the red, is that right? They've now got uh, a point on the board. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Barnsley, 12, Peterborough, 16. Bit of a gap to Reading following their good win, up to 20 points. 
into League One. Rotherham stay top after their goalless. Nil-nil versus Oxford United, who are two points off the playoffs, actually. Oxford are picking up good form. Wigan a second after a thrilling 2-1 win, like I mentioned in my second half turnover or halftime turnover versus Plymouth, who've um, three losses in a row, but they're still fourth in the playoffs. Uh, wins from Sunderland, 2-1 at Cambridge and MK Dons 4-0 at Morecambe, leaves them fifth and sixth. And Portsmouth got their fourth win in a row, 1-0 at Gillingham, and they're just two points off the playoffs. There's quite a few teams um, that are really like themselves, Oxford United, that are both finding a lot of form around that space in the table. Portsmouth, and no change at the bottom of the table. So you've got bottom with Crew, 12 points, who lost. Doncaster lost. Fleetwood drew. And uh, Gillingham also lost, and they're on 17 points. It still goes four in the relegation spots at the moment. Uh, League two, uh, local derby, West Country derby. Forest Green and Bristol. Cracking match, actually. Forrest Green showed the class. One up at half-time through Jameel Matt. He got his second in the second half, which was after uh, they had a sending off. 63rd minute for two yellows, Malfi. Bristol Rovers pushed, but uh, had 57% possession. But uh, Forrest Green Rovers showed the quality and ended up 2-0 winners, which is brilliant. Uh, Swindon Harrogate, top of the table clash. Jack Diamond put Harrogate up in the 24th minute. Swindon dominated the match, 66% possession, and eventually Jack Payne, penalty. So uh, full-time was 1-1, Swindon-Harrogate, a good match. So League Two table, Forest Green Rovers, 50 points from 18, got a six-point gap now uh, to Northampton, 34, Exeter and Swindon, both on 33. Down the bottom, uh, getting a bit tight now, Scunthorpe, 14, Oldham, 15, Carlisle, 16, Barra getting dragged in on 19. Uh, Non-league, National League, Altrincham 1, Southend 2. Uh, Altrincham have been having a good run, but it's interesting to see uh, Southend get the first away win since the first day of the season. Uh, so that's a cracking win. And uh, Stockport are on form. Hat-trick from Ollie Crankshaw. Saw them win 4-1 easily at Wheelston. Um, and Dover nearly nicked the first away win. Uh, 1-0 up at Yeovil. 77th minute equaliser for Yeovil. So the uh, National League, you've got Chesterfield top 36, Borehamwood and Halifax 35. Grimsby and Notts County, 32. Dover, minus eight. Kingslin, eight. And uh, Maidenhead and Southend on 14. Barnet of the week. Well, I've gone for, not a player, not a player currently. I've gone for Eddie Howe's assistant head coach, Jason Tyndall. Obviously working for him. He worked for him all alongside Bournemouth and now obviously with him at Newcastle. Um, Annoyingly, they lost 2-0 versus Arsenal, but I was having a little look at him and he's got very nice hair, pretty slick, pretty maintained, he's always looking on point. Just one of those people that you can tell he's a, yeah, he's got a nice fashion sense and his barnet is very much matching that as well. Uh, yeah, my barnet, I've mentioned him once, could have been on his way back to Brighton to try and help him score some goals. Have a look at Rita Kadra. German whiz kid uh, with his curly black locks. Nice. Um, looks pretty. Uh, looks pretty cool, actually. So yeah, Rita Kadra, well worth Barnet of the week. Right, that's it for Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. We are on social media or on Twitter. Just search for at Plants and Rants. And you can have your say pretty much on anything we've spoken about across all the podcasts. We can go back and listen to them all again. We will be back with some more next week and we'll see you then.